Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 995. This week on Cars Yeah, we're celebrating the La Jolla Concorde de Elegance that takes place on April 6th, 7th, and 8th in my hometown, beautiful La Jolla, California, overlooking the Pacific Ocean. You can learn more about attending this event at LaJollaConcord.com. Nothing's ever perfect. Uh, we're always going to make mistakes, but it's what we do when those mistakes happen that keep us going and keep us pointed in the right direction. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I'm revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special returning guest, Michael Dorvier. Hey, Michael, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? I don't know, Mark. Is your seatbelt on? Uh, well, yeah, I, it's on, and uh, I think right, we're going to have on. some fun. Let's go, then. Okay, there you go. Michael Dorvier is the chairman of the La Jolla Concorde Elegance, a role he's had for the last seven years. This is a fantastic event that takes place in La Jolla, California, overlooking the Pacific Ocean just north of San Diego. This show is one of the La Jolla Historical Society's major fundraising events, and Michael is a founding partner of Symbio Financial Partners and a registered principal and financial advisor with LPL Financial. He has over 24 years of experience in the financial services industry. Michael is a very passionate antique car collector who was born and raised in San Juan, Puerto Rico. Michael also serves on the board of directors for the La Jolla Village Merchant Association, And regular listeners will recall that Michael was a guest way back, guest number 165, several years ago. So I've talked to a lot of people since I've had him back on the show. But I'm very excited to bring him back and talk about the La Jolla Concours, a place that's near and dear to my heart because I grew up in La Jolla. So, Michael, I've told our listeners just a little bit about you. Take a brief moment. Share a little bit more about your involvement in the La Jolla Concours and, of course, a very obvious passion for automobiles. You mentioned I was born and raised in Puerto Rico. I moved to New Hampshire in 1964, right in the, I'm sorry, I was born in 1964, moved to New Hampshire in 1979. Oh, okay. It was there for about 10 years, just wasn't my cup of tea coming from the Caribbean. Uh, yes. <laughs> and immediately moved out to uh, San Diego the day after I took my last final at the University of New Hampshire, got my Jeep and drove to San Diego. So that was back in 1989. And I've, I've been in pretty much in La Jolla ever since. So I've been part of this community. I raised my kids here, started my business here in 1990, year after I moved out to San Diego. Uh, And as I said, raised my kids, sent them to school. I've had my office and lived in La Jolla for over 25 years. So it's really where I'm from. Got involved with the Village Merchants Association and quickly decided I wanted to do something that tied back to my passion, which is old cars. That's how I got involved with the La Jolla Concord Elegance. Yeah, it's a great story. And yeah, you're, you're practically a native now that you've been there so long. And Yeah. <laughs> boy, and you picked one of the most beautiful places in the world to live and start your business and, of course, raise your kids. As, as I mentioned, growing up there, it was just an idyllic childhood. Loved it. Beautiful. Every time it rains up here in the Northwest, that's all I can think about is going back to the beach and walking above the cove there and body surfing at Boomers. And But... There's a great reason to go back to La Jolla, and that is the La Jolla Concours. So, Michael, as we continue on your journey, I always like to start with a success quote or a mantra, some kind of saying that has great meaning for you. Maybe it's related to the Concours or your financial business. 
It's a nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars, yeah? So, Michael, take the wheel. I'm not quite sure who said this, but it's been in my mind since I heard it for the first time several years ago, and and I do tie this directly to the Concorde, but the quote was something along the lines of, people won't remember what you said or did as much as how you made them feel. I thought that was an interesting quote at the time I was applying it to my business, but then that has evolved into the Concorde, our tagline. Uh, for the Concorde, and part of it came from that quote, is world-class cars, world-class experience. And as we've moved forward, uh, Bob Kerner, who's the lead of our car search committee and selection committee, you know, has taken a great job at getting cars. I've learned that you know the cars are, the, are easier to come by than the experiences to create for us. Mm. We, you know, when, when, when you come to the La Jolla Concours, we want our guests, our car entrants, our sponsors, our volunteers, anybody that steps foot in La Jolla for those three days. I want you to leave here on Sunday at 4 p.m. after our award ceremony is done, thinking that that was an amazing weekend. What an amazing experience. I can't wait to come back next year. And I want you to feel that way, even if things didn't go your way, whether you were a sponsor and I didn't put your ad in the right place in the magazine or you were a car <laughs> entrant that thought you should have won best in show and you didn't place in your class. You know, we always have those experiences. Things always happen that, you know, you may not feel so great about. But at the end of the day, did we make you feel special? Did we make you feel right? Do you Can you not wait to come back next year to see what we have up our sleeves? So that's important to me. And that's why it's our tagline, world-class cars, world-class well, it's a perfect tagline for that event because it's in such a beautiful place, Ellen Browning Scripps Park overlooking the cove and the ocean. And you can't go to this event, and I've been to this event many times, and not have a nice time. Aside from the cars, just the atmosphere, and of course, if you're coming from out of town, La Jolla is a beautiful place to be, or San Diego. There's so much to do, and even if you bring family members you're not in the cars, there's plenty of things for them to do while you're enjoying the cars. But you mentioned Bob Kerner, and of course, um, I've also had uh, Nigel Matthews, who's going to be a guest on the show, actually tomorrow after your show, and Bob's the next day. So our listeners will get a chance to listen to these other gentlemen who are involved in this fantastic event. So very, very cool. Well, let's go back in time and talk about your childhood and your passion with cars. Is there a pivotal moment in your life you knew that you were indeed a car guy? Yeah, I, I would say that probably all started, you know, you, you know, I grew up in Puerto Rico. And as you may or may not know, our featured mark for the 2018 La Jolla Concours is Lincoln. Yes. I, I, I was thinking back about that earlier. And growing up in Puerto Rico as a small boy, for some reason, and I don't know why, but all the wealthy business businessmen down there drove Lincolns. Hmm. Now, I can honestly say that that's when I started to pay attention to cars. I started noticing cars because to me, the Lincolns that were driven, and it might just be because that's all that was really down there. There weren't as many Cadillacs down there at the time. <laughs> yeah. But I just really started noticing and paying attention and thinking that these were just some really cool looking cars. Now, mind you, this was the 70s. <laughs> yeah, well, there was, it was still a pretty important yeah. mark back then, back then. It was an important mark, but it wasn't as pretty as the pre-war Lincolns, yeah. right, or the earlier marks. Right. So, but still, that's where, where I realized it. But then when I moved to New Hampshire, I was in high school. I worked for a car dealership, and I worked in their body shop. And just rolling up my sleeves and, and jumping in there and getting dirty and dusty. I love the experience of bringing old cars back to life or damaged cars that were in accidents, but the dealership did a lot of restoration of cars. 
there was a really good feeling to work from start to finish. And, you know, that's really added a lot of value to my life because even to this day, therapeutic for me, therapeutic for me to this weekend, I was in the trunk of my 58 Corvette trying to work on a taillight with a one inch long (laughs) screwdriver and about half an inch of space to work with. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Doing that when I'm sitting at my desk all day long uh, in my real job, it's just therapeutic and I just love doing it. Yeah, absolutely. Now, are there any special Lincolns you can give us a little uh, hint of what might be on the lawn here coming up? Special Lincolns, you're throwing a curveball at me. I know we have President Ford's Lincoln coming. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, we have a lot of special cars this year on the lawn. We are our cover our card. Actually, I should have thought of this immediately, but there is a collector in the L.A. area called, by the name of Stan Lucas. Mm-hmm. One of his Lincolns yeah. is yeah. a 1928-29 Aerophaton Lincoln. It was the car that Lincoln built in 1928 for the 1929 New York Auto Show. Cool. And it's a boat tail Lincoln. It's original, never been painted other than there's been one, it's a stainless car with green fenders. The fenders have been painted once, but mm-hmm. it's very original. Wow. Uh, and it's got an airplane rudder on the back of it. <laughs> That's uh, cool. fins that tie into the boat tail. So it's, it's really cool because it's covering boat, it's covering airplane, and it's obviously a car. So yeah. it's, that's the cover art car this year. Yeah, very nice. Ah, spectacular. And it'll be there, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. That'll be special to see. Well, I would imagine, in fact, I know this having talked to many Concord directors and people working in Concords, it's a challenge. This is a huge endeavor, and you've stuck with it now for seven years. So that makes it... A little easier maybe each year, but going back in time, I would assume there's some challenges you face, some things that really, you made your head pound on the desk maybe once in a while going, oh man, why is this so hard? So I would love for you to take us to one of those times, kind of walk us through it and tell us how that helped you learn and move forward to the future events that you've done over these many years. Probably the biggest challenge, this this event was started 14 years ago by a great group of local primarily business folks in La Jolla to try to bring some traffic into the village, right? Mm-hmm. And But it was a, it was La Jolla Motor Car Classic was what our show used to be called. So that was prior to me taking over. So my biggest challenge has been converting the La Jolla Motor Car Classic into the La Jolla Concord Elegance. Mm. When I took over, we had an amazing car show, beautiful, amazing car show in a Concord venue. And, you know, one of the things that I stated from the beginning was if I'm going to put the amount of time and energy that it takes to do this, I'm going to do it right. And in order to do it right, I'm going to convert this to a proper concours. Mm-hmm. And immediately went out, started interviewing and talking to some of the biggest collectors that I knew or could get introduced to that had participated in our car show before, Oil Motor Car Classic, and asked them, you know, what, what's the deal? What do I got to do to make this better, to make you want to come back every year to get a higher caliber quality cars. Mm. And every one of them said judging. Ah, yes. Um, So we had to make some changes and improvements to our judging team. And our judging team was awesome, by the way, for the show that we had. Dr. Cy Conrad was our chief judge for years. He retired. Before he retired, I went out and uh, was introduced to Ed Gilbertson, Oh, yeah. He was the chief judge for 32 years at Pebble Beach and um, asked him if he would come down and kind of shadow me, kind of shadow our judges and give us some advice. This was my first year. Wow. And he told me he would do it. 
Nice. He said, but he said, Mike, I only do this once. There's a lot of demand on my time, but I'd be glad to come down and see what, what I can do to help. Mm-hmm. And when I went back to some of those car collectors and said, what Ed, Gil- what Ed Gilbertson do? And their mouths dropped and they said, yeah, but good luck. And yeah. I said, no, he's coming. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the make a long story short, Dr. Conrad has retired since. He's now our chief judge emeritus, and Nigel Matthews is our chief judge. Yeah. And Ed Gilbertson is coming back now for the fifth year in a row to act as my honorary chief judge. Nice. So that's allowed us to, overcoming that challenge is what's allowed us to get in Dan Lucas's Lincoln and, you know, one of Mullen's Bugattis this year that we're going to have coming to the show. Mm. And so it's, it's what's really allowed us to raise the caliber of the vehicles on our, on our field. Yeah. Well, that's a little secret to successful life that so many of my guests have shared is surround yourself with quality people and people that know more than you know about that event. And I mentioned earlier, Nigel Matthews is going to be our guest tomorrow. Ed Gilbertson's been on the show before. Wonderful guy. I've known him for so long. So you've done exactly that, Michael. You, you figured out the secret to a great successful show. And that is surround yourself with people who can help you grow. And that's exactly what's happened. Let's shift gears and go to the other end of the spectrum. I'd love for you to share kind of a Concord aha moment. Over these seven years, has there been one thing that really made you go, ah, yeah, that's the thing, my aha moment? I think it's realizing that there's no such thing as perfection. Mm. You know, when I when I talk to Aaron Weiss, who runs a great event up in Pasadena, when I talk to Ed, who's been intimately involved with Pebble, when I talk to Wayne Craig, who's one of our docents, and he leads the docent team at Pebble Beach, and he comes down every year and, and does docent work for us, there's so many things that happen behind the scenes that go bad. Our job is to make sure that nobody knows that, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> except yeah. for us, Sure, you know, to hide it, make everything go smooth, yeah. and, and no one's really the wiser. My aha moment was realizing that there's no such thing as a perfect event every year, and that things were always going to... Things are always going to happen. There's too many moving parts. We have over 200 volunteers at the La Jolla Concours on Sunday on the field alone. Wow. 200 volunteers. I mean, it's huge. Just the amount of people that are responsible for making all of these moving parts go. Sometimes I feel like a wedding coordinator. Yeah, I was going to say, it's very much like a wedding. (laughs) I should say an underpaid wedding coordinator. Of course. (laughs) But my aha moment, really, I have to say, was just dealing with those failures. You know, and those hiccups and those mistakes and how do you, you know, there's a lot of people out there that when you do have that goof up, if you will, that they're kind of the, they take the one strike in your out mentality and that's life and you have to deal with that. Mm -hmm. But then it's finding the rest of the folks that that you can go back and talk to and get them to come back and and show them what you're really all about and win them back. and. And this happens every year. It happens every year at every Concours. You know, last year after the Phoenix Concours, I sat down with their team and with Aaron and with a couple other Concours leaders, and we all had dinner one night and talked about the good, the bad, the ugly. Yeah. And it's funny how much, how many similarities there are amongst all these events. So, yeah, my aha moment was realizing that nothing's ever perfect. Uh, we're always going to make mistakes. But it's what we do when those mistakes happen that keep us going and keep us pointed in the right direction. Absolutely. I think back to a month or so back, Amelia Island, and they had to, again this year, shift their day because impending weather. Fortunately, it didn't hit. But the fact that everybody had to, I mean, imagine that, Michael, if I said the event's Saturday, not Sunday now. 
And this was the day before. How how do you pull that off? I mean, it's just incredible. It's with great people. That's how you do it. What are you most proud about with the La Jolla Concours after having spent this uh, enormous amount of time being involved? How many are volunteers, our committee members, and how committed people are to make this show a success and to continue to grow this show, to continue to elevate our event to to what it deserves to be, which is one of the top concours in the country. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of work for us, more so than others. We don't have auctions. The calendar doesn't allow that, right? Mm-hmm. You've got Pebble in the fall. You got Amelia in March. You got Arizona in January. There's, you know, you can only have, there's only so many cars to auction off. Right. And we happen to be a show in April that's, it's not a good time for us. We don't have the ease of thousands and thousands and thousands of folks coming into town and all these wonderful cars coming into town just for the auctions to surround ourselves with. Mm-hmm. It's a challenge. We're also in you know, San Diego. This isn't L.A. or Northern California where a lot of those cars exist, a lot of those higher-end cars. So it's even a little bit more of a challenge to get the product down here on the, that we want to represent our show on the field on Sunday. Right. It takes a lot to make all of this stuff happen. I'm proud of our team of people that work tirelessly to make it happen. And they do work tirelessly. Well, last time you were on the show, and I always ask all my guests this, I ask them about their first really special car. But since you've been here before, I'm going to ask it a little bit different. What was your first really special collectible car? I know that you have a few cars in your collection, but what was the first one that you got that was really, really important to you? first one that was really important to me was a 1955 Oldsmobile Starfire 98. It's 17,000 miles on it. All original. Wow. Looked like it had just been restored. <laughs> nice. And it sat next to my 1955 Bel Air, which had a complete restoration, beautiful car, and you couldn't tell the difference in the quality. Most mm. people would think that they were both restored. I just love that car. It was a very unique, very rare car. You don't see a lot of them. It was big. It was a box. It didn't move very fast. You know, there was, you could have put three people inside the engine compartment around the engine. I mean, <laughs> yeah. there was just this little piece of metal in there. Um, but it was just such a classy, cool car. Every time I went out and it turned heads, people loved it. It was great to drive and comfortable. I would say my my Oldsmobile. Now you're you're speaking almost in the past tense. Uh, my next question is seller's remorse. Is that car not in your garage anymore? That car is not in my garage. I don't have too much seller's remorse over that car. Seller's remorse is probably my '67 Corvette. Mm. I had a '67 small block four speed Corvette. And I'm not saying seller's remorse from a collectability standpoint, but the fact that I could have gotten in that car and driven to work every day, it was an absolutely perfect car, perfectly restored, Mm -hmm. but it just, it was started up every time I turned the key, gearbox was perfect. It was easy and smooth to drive. It was just a cool, fun, 100% reliable car. So when I think back about, geez, what would I... What do I miss? Mm-hmm. Miss not having to use a battery tender. I, you know, I don't miss that. I don't miss having to call AAA because I can't get it started on the side of the road. I don't miss any of that stuff, but I never had those problems with 
my 67 Corvette. Yeah, great. A sweetheart. And I, to be honest with you, I had a 1960, and they were both convertibles, but I also had a 1960 Chevy Impala that was exactly the same thing. They were both just awesome cars. I actually wish I had those cars today. Nothing real super special, but just to me, they were they were great cars. You know, there's something about 67. I had a couple 67 cars, and I don't know what it is about 67. That just seems to have been a great year for cars. It's uh, just a nice time. Well, I would love for you to walk our listeners uh, through kind of what's going on with the La Jolla Concord Elegance. Maybe if they come down to La Jolla, San Diego area to enjoy this, what kind of different things are happening leading up to the Sunday, which is the big event? Again, this is, again, this is April 6th, 7th, and 8th. So kind of tell us what people could expect to enjoy if they came to partake in all the different activities. Obviously, we start with La Jolla. The weather, the, the climate here, the, the beauty of the village and the shopping and the, the galleries, the restaurants, the hotels. It's just a, a special, unique place to spend a, a weekend or a long weekend, if you will. Friday night is our kickoff party. Uh, our kickoff party is sponsored by Rolls-Royce. So it's the Rolls-Royce kickoff party is, is Friday night, April the 6th. And it's at Covo La Jolla, which is a new restaurant in La Jolla. That's going to be a really cool event. It's a pretty small group. We're limiting our tickets to about 300 people, mm-hmm. but it's going to be a, it'll be a real special event. On Saturday, we have a tour sponsored by Porsche of San Diego. Nice. We start at the Porsche Classic Center up uh, Miramar Road, and we visit two real incredible collections, private museums, private collections. They're not open to the public. Uh, from there, we will tour down to the La Jolla Beach and Tennis Club, where we'll have a white linen lunch on the beach. Cool. It's a cool event. Robert Talbots is the men's clothier mm-hmm. for the La Jolla Concourse, so they're always giving us fun gifts, and we have a great gift for all the tour entrants and participants. They also provide us with all of our judges' ties and so on and so forth. Nice. Saturday night is our big VIP reception. Every Concourse has one of these. Sometimes they're called galas. I've tried to not use that word. Gone to enough of those. They're yeah. usually at a Hyatt, and you usually have chicken for dinner on a plate that you see it with ten people you've never met before at a table. Yeah. Saturday night soiree, if you will, is in the park, right on the ocean. We'll have a flyby. We'll have six to eight of our old planes that'll be flying doing the flyby on Sunday. We'll come by to set the tone for sunset. Nice. Uh, last year we had about twelve hundred folks. Wow. That event is sponsored by Aston Martin. We have 20 restaurants from San Diego, mostly in La Jolla. Open bar, we have scotch tasting, a live auction, silent auction, live music. So it's a really big, really fun party in the park. And then Sunday morning, doors open at 9 a.m. for the Concord itself. And as I mentioned before, right now we have 27 historic airplanes doing our flyby. Uh, wow. go on for about 30 minutes. 40 minutes. Those guys have so much fun, I can't get them to land. <laughs> <laughs> very cool. Very cool. Wow. Yeah. So many cool activities. So I appreciate you walking us through that. And again, I'll remind our listeners, this is April 6th, 7th, and 8th. Check it out at LaJoyaConcord.com. You can find all the information there or just come to CarsYad.com and click on Michael Dervier's site, his show notes page, and I'll have links to everything as well. Now, I don't think I asked you this question last time you were on the show, but I ask this new question. If Michael Dorvier was a vehicle, and it's not what you want to be, it's how you perceive yourself as a car, what would it be and why? 
Well, if I wanted to be a car, it'd be a 1939 Bugatti Type 57C. Well, of course, something cool. <laughs> I know like that's that. not the question you're asking. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, I think if I think if somebody else answered that question for me, they might say a Volkswagen bus. But uh, <laughs> I think how I perceive myself, you know, I, I think I have to go back to the car that I missed the most, which, again, I hate to sound boring here, but a 1967 Corvette. It just dependable. Mm-hmm. Well, that's something that that we strive and that that I focus on every day is to be trustworthy and dependable. And that was that car for me. So, yeah. yeah, I'd say a six, my sixty, my sixty seven vet, not just any sixty seven. But yours, <laughs> yeah, I like it. Well, very well put, and definitely somebody who's handling your finances, you want them to be trustworthy, dependable, always there, always working for you, uh, and never surprising you and leaving you on the side of the road. So. Nice answer. I like it. Well, Michael, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. Hey, Cars Yeah listeners. This is Mark Green. I've been using Covercraft covers to protect my cars and motorcycles since I was in high school, way back in 1975. But Covercraft has much more to offer than just vehicle covers. This time of year is very hard on your vehicle's interiors. Rain, snow, dirt and mud gets into the carpet and the seats, grinding away and destroying the original materials. It's important to preserve and protect your special ride with Covercraft floor mats and seat covers. That's what I do. They offer a wide variety of styles, colors, and materials, all designed to fit like a glove. They're easy to install and provide for anchor points and airbags for safety and a perfect fit. Protecting your vehicle adds value when you go to sell it, too. Simply go to Covercraft.com and order the style and color you like best, and boom, you're set. You'll thank me, and your vehicle will thank you as well. That's Covercraft.com, and tell them Mark at Cars Yeah sent you. That's Covercraft.com. What's every automotive enthusiast's dream? To design and build that perfect garage. My friends at Metron Garage are a group of creative talents who've combined their passion for cars with their careers in architecture. Their service includes unique garage design and state-of-the-art fabrication. They will create the coolest custom garage for you and your vehicles. Metron Garage's system features fully engineered commercial-grade material and structural framing that's stronger than traditional construction. Their designs are pre-engineered to meet your building codes for fast, bolt-together construction. With over 25 years of experience, you'll see a 3D rendering to visualize your custom garage and the final structure will fulfill all your storage needs. Contact Metron Garage today and begin realizing your dream garage. Go to metrongarage.com. That's metrongarage.com. Garage is built for discerning enthusiasts. Where it's not just a garage, it's where your dream garage comes true. All right, Michael, we're back and we're entering the last lap. And I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners very quick blips of the throttle answers. So here we go. What's the best Concord advice you've ever received? Concord advice? Yeah, for putting on a Concord. You, you've talked to Ed Gilbertson, I mean, Nigel, some of the greats. So what's the best advice one individual gave you? Be patient. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's definite for sure. A lot sure. of patience. <laughs> yes. Yeah, go with the flow. Be patient and don't take things personal. Ah, yeah, I think so. Absolutely. 
Would you share one of your personal habits you believe has contributed to your many eventful successes with the Concours over the last seven years? Hardworking and trustworthy. I don't give up easily. I know when to stop, but I don't give up easily. So I would say hardworking and, and very trustworthy. Tenacity, persistence, very, very important, not only in business, but in Concord business for sure. Now, how about resources? There are a lot of great resources these days out there, but is there one that you find yourself going to? It could be car or business. Well, I mean, we're three weeks away from the La Jolla Concord, so I, re- I would be remiss if I didn't mention that the La Jolla Concord Elegance website is not the best resource for anybody to be using these days, and it's <laughs> LaJollaConcord.com. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the La Jolla Concord website, it's, that's a good resource right now. Yeah, a lot of great things for you to find there and learn about this event. Now, if I could arrange for anyone in the automotive industry to attend the La Jolla Concours, anybody living or deceased that you would love to have there, who would it be? You know, I, 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 I might, this might sound, you might expect somebody to say this. I'm going to say it because he hasn't come yet. But it's the same person that I wouldn't mind sitting down and having a drink with or having lunch with. And, and I have to say it's Jay Leno. And I'll tell you why. It's not so much because he's a celebrity, although that would help our event. But like Ed Gilbertson, I like his honesty. He's a straightforward shooter. He's got a great sense of humor. Obviously, it's, it's Jay Leno. Uh, when it comes to collecting cars, he's so eclectic with the cars that he owns. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, just, he just comes across, and I've never met him, but he just seems like a real straightforward, honest person. Yep. He has a great sense of humor. He has a passion for the car collecting world. Does he again, him showing up at our event, add value to our event? Yeah, in a way it does. But I, I just more and more, as you said, seven years I've been doing this, I try so hard to surround myself with just the good people in our industry, the people that are supportive, the people that point out your goof ups in a positive way and help you fix them. And I think, you know, Ed Gilbertson comes to top of mind when I think of that. Mm-hmm. Jay Leno definitely would be the answer to your question. I don't know if you've ever talked to Aaron Weiss up in Pasadena. He's one of those guys that just, I can always rely on any conversation with him with, with some good, positive, strong feedback that I can do something with. Sure, absolutely. Well, don't feel bad, Michael. I've been chasing uh, Jay Leno for three years here to get him on cars. Yeah, very, very difficult guy to nail down, but... uh Someday I'll have him a guest here, and I have uh, no doubts that someday he will show up at your event because he is a consummate car guy. I've had the, the joy and pleasure of talking to him many times, and uh, you just watch him on his on his TV show, his car shows, the internet. I mean, he's just an encyclopedia of knowledge, but you know he is genuine. This is a passion for him. And the fact that after he left uh, the evening uh, late show, he could have just retired and gone away, but no, he's working his tail off every day. That's one of the way, reasons it's hard to get him anywhere, is that guy works all the time. He's still doing stand-up, and so uh, I have no doubt he'll show up on your lawn one of these days. Well, listeners, you'll find links to all these great resources that Michael has shared on his Cars yeah show notes page. Just go to CarsYeah.com, type in Michael Dorvier. I'll spell his last name for you. It's a little unique, D-O-R-V-I-L-L-I-E-R, and that page will pop right up. You can also find his original talk with me here in Cars yeah, in the archives there on the Cars yeah website, and you can compare the two shows. And again, you can find all the information you need to know about the La Jolla Concours at LaJollaConcours.com. All right, 
I asked you this question before, but I've got to ask you again. We'll see if things have changed at all. This last question can be a bit of a doozy. Today, I'm going to buy you any cool collector car on the lawn or anywhere in the world. Doesn't matter what it costs, but it's going to be the only one parked in your garage. You got to get rid of all the other cars, but you got to drive it and enjoy it. You can't sell it to do investing or buy a bunch of other cars with. That little trick's off the table. So what's it going to be and why? Can't sell it, have to own it for the rest of my life. I know, that's a tough Uh, one, isn't it? (laughs) No, I can start by telling you it would not be in my garage. It would be in my living room. I'd have to figure out how to do that. Uh, It would probably be the 1939 Bugatti Type 57C. I just think that that car is the cascading profile, the teardrop fenders. I mean, it looks like the thing is going 100 miles an hour all the time. I think it's just an absolutely gorgeous car. So, yeah, I would say it would be a 39 Type 57C. You're going to need a really big living room for that thing because it's a long, swoopy car. But I think we can figure well, out say, a way. You said you were going to buy it for Well, me, of so course. You need a real big bank account. I, I know. I know. Hey, I buy lots of cars, you know. I mean, shoot. I've uh, By the time we get this show alive, I've done over a 1,000 interviews here at Cars. Yeah, so I bought so many cars. I, I was broke a long time ago, but uh, I keep working on it. But, yeah, that car... Wow. You know, and I'm surprised somebody else hasn't selected that car because it is just, it is a work of art. It would be a living room piece, but here's what I'm going to do. I know a couple contractors there down there in La Jolla, so I'm going to have them rig up a very cool window <laughs> door for your house where we can just push a button, the window opens, because so I want you to drive this thing, man. I can see you going up the coast highway. Uh Yeah. That would be. I drive all my cars, so believe me, I'd figure out how to drive. I I know you would. I know your driver, so I I admire that about you. Well, Michael, you've taken us on a great ride today. I hope we've got a lot of people lathered up here for the La Jolla Concours, ready to buy their plane tickets and uh, go. Uh, Spectacular event again. I've really enjoyed your stories. I want to thank you for coming back here to Cars Yeah. And listeners, remember, all week long, we're going to be promoting the La Jolla Concours. I'm going to have many other guests on the show who are going to be talking about this event, so make sure you tune in tomorrow. Listen to them. Before you drive off into the sunset in that Bugatti-type 597C, is there any little parting piece of wisdom or guidance you might offer us? Well, there's um, back and forth between my work life, my personal life, and my Concord life, and these three words guide me basically with everything I do. They're on my business card. They're on my sign, uh, my front door, and that's integrity, experience, and trust. And I can honestly say you make those three words part of the fabric of your business, part of the fabric of your life, as we have part of the fabric of the La Jolla Concours, and you will succeed. Absolutely. And what's the best way for our listeners to learn more about you and your business? Symbiofinancialpartners.com is our website. So you can go to Symbio, S-Y-M, B as in boy, I-O, financialpartners.com. There you go. Wonderful team that Michael has there. So Check that out as well. Listeners, again, you can find everything on Michael's show notes page on the Cars yeah! website. So check it out. And I hope to see you, all of you, at the La Jolla Concord de Elegance, April 6th, 7th, and 8th. Thank you, Michael, for being so generous today with your time and expertise and for sharing your experiences with the Cars yeah! audience. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you at the La Jolla Concord. Looking forward to it, Mark. See you then. Thank you. If you own collector cars and still have a little bit of money left over, congratulations. You're ahead of most people, but what should you do with the money you don't spend on cars? 
Talk to Chris Kimball, Certified Financial Planner Practitioner. For over 20 years, he's been helping people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. And he's a car guy too. Call 253-722-PLAN. Or you can view his website at www.chrisvkimble.com. Make sure your investments are running on all eight cylinders, or 12, or 16. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member, Finra Sipic. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah! Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah! Cars Yeah!